Nearly 50 years ago, Len Ragazin formulated the idea of speed ratings. Today, the Ragazin Sheets are still America's premier speed rating product. Who uses Len Ragazin speed ratings? Trainers use the Ragazin Sheets to place their horses. Breeders check the Ragazin Sheets before making million-dollar decisions. And jockey agents consult the Ragazin Sheets when choosing which horse to ride. But most importantly, the Ragazin Sheets are used by players like you. The Rags and Sheets are available online at thesheets.com. Our website also offers free introductory material, including an online seminar. You can also receive free introductory material by calling us directly at 212-674-3123. That's the Rags and Sheets at 212-674-3123. Ragazin, the most respected name in racing. Want to bet your favorite horse but can't make it to the race book? South Point Casino's race book has the answer. Come in and sign up for the Nevada Racebook mobile app. For just a $50 minimum deposit, you'll have the Racebook right at your fingertips, no matter where you are in Nevada. It's convenient, fun, and easy to use. When you do have time to visit, South Point Casino is the perfect place to be. Our Racebook is completely separate from the sportsbook and totally dedicated to the horse player. With 52 overhead TVs, free Wi-Fi, and cocktail service, bring your tablet or smartphone and plug into the USB ports to look up your favorite handicapping website without draining your battery. Want to wager from your seat? No problem with our IPTs. Just sign up, make a deposit, and you're off to the races. Plus, you'll earn points for dining, hotel, movies, entertainment, and the spa just by using the club card when wagering. Whether you want to come in or play from the comfort of your home, South Point Casino's Racebook has you covered. Have you heard the news? You can get free Formulator Pass performances with DRF Bets. Sign up to get the best bonus in racing with a $250 deposit match and a $10 free bet, plus free Formulator Pass performances. Enjoy all the perks of using Formulator with projected odds, trainer patterns, race and horse notes, replays, and more. Never pay for past performances again. Just use the promo code WINNING when you register at DRF.com bet. That's winning at DRF.com bet. It's post time for Thoroughbred Los Angeles, the most informative and profitable hour of horse racing found anywhere. Thoroughbred Los Angeles is brought to you by Los Alamitos. Come out and watch the stars of tomorrow in the Grade 2 Los Alamitos Starlet and the Grade 2 Los Alamitos Futurity. By Data Racing Form, exclusive past performance content provider for Thoroughbred LA. By the Lay Meridian Hotel in Arcadia, just a furlong east of Santa Anita. Call 626-777-6699 to reserve your room for Santa Anita opening day, December 26th. By Legacy Ranch. Get your young horses started right at Legacy Ranch. By Horsebills.com. Enjoy building made easy through Horsebills.com. By the California Thoroughbred Breeders Association. It pays to own a cowbred. By the Ragazin Sheets, the most effective handicapping tool available. Get the sheets. By Los Alamitos Night Quarter Horse Racing. Sometimes your best day of racing is at night. By Bruce Finkelstein's BetOnBruce.com. Selections from Northern and Southern California each racing day. By the Derby Room at Fairplex Park in Pomona. The Inland Empire's newest and best satellite wagering facility. And by the South Point Casino in Las Vegas, where the action never stops. And now, here are your hosts, John Lindo and Bob Ike. 
And good morning and welcome to a Saturday edition of Thoroughbred Los Angeles. I'm John Lindo. I'll be joined by my regular co-host, Bob Ike, in just a minute. Uh, we are underway with the Los Alamitos Winter Thoroughbred Meet. First post time today, 12.30 p.m. Great Carter racing today, which includes the grade two starlet. The two-year-old fillies goes as the final race on the nine-race card. And you might want to stick around for the night racing tonight, the biggest race for older quarter horse races in the country. The $750,000 champion and champions will be held tonight. Also tomorrow night, the Los Alamitos 2 million fraternity, Sunday night at Los Al. So huge racing, of, uh, huge weekend of racing at Los Alamitos, excuse me, day and night. And uh, you might want to head out there today and uh, check out the action. Joining me right now will be our regular co-host, Bob Ike. And, Bob, a lot going on in the week of racing as usual. And one topic that, that just doesn't go away is getting stronger and stronger are the computer-assisted wagers, the CAWs. It was a topic of discussion at the race, uh, Arizona Symposium on racing. Uh, we saw it kind of rear its head with the late odds changes last week in Adelmar. And Los Alamitos is working on some things about it. So let's talk a little bit about the CAWs and the impact they're having on racing, not only in California, but across the country. Good morning, Bob. Yeah, yeah good morning, John. You're right. And to me, this situation has gone from the point of irritating to what I now believe it's the biggest problem in the industry. And these are these late odds drops right as the gate opens many times or even as the race is running. Uh, we saw it at Delmark. For the uh, closing day, three times, John, and I, and I watched the video and all these, and I can document them all. Um, it started in the fourth race when a horse named Quincy Market, loading in the gate at nine to two, was seven to two when the gates opened, ended up at five to two, won the race and paid seven sixty. Two races later, Express Line, who was eight to one on the morning line, seven to two loading in the gate. Three to one when the gates open. Again, five to two paid seven dollars as the winner. And then just to top things off and make it official for our final race of the meet, Miranda Wrights, three to one loading in the gate, five to two when the gates opened, went off at nine to five, won the race, and paid five eighty. Uh so John, not only are we seeing this, but when the horses win the race, it just really exacerbates the problem because it points it out. For everyone to see, uh, it opens up speculation. I'm not really a conspiracy guy or even implying that there's past posting, although I don't have 100% confident in the confidence in the tote system. But that's the perception that's out there, that these horses uh, oftentimes break sharply, get near the front, uh, the odds keep dropping, and they win the race, and then there's a horrible perception out there that, that someone or groups of people may have access uh, to past posting. I texted Josh Rubenstein, who's the CEO at Del Mar, and John, as you remember, during the summer, they instituted a policy, Del Mar that is, whereby the CAW bettors got less of a rebate the closer you got to post time. And John, we watched it, and we felt during the summer that we weren't seeing as much of these big odds drops, especially in the last minute. Uh, I texted Josh. I asked him if anything had changed as far as their policy, anything from the summertime to the fall meet. He said no. They're doing everything the same, and they'll continue to work on this in conjunction with Santa Anita. But, uh, John, I think we all agree this, this has gone, as I said, from 
more than an irritating situation, I believe it is, is the biggest problem now that we have in the industry. Well, it's an important problem to address, too, Bob, because around the country, sports wagering is becoming available to players all around the country. We're not at that point yet in California, but the guys that are wagering on, a, on an NFL game on Sunday, if they're laying seven points, they know when the ball is kicked off, they're giving seven points. Uh, you know, so you're fixed odds and that you know what you're going to deal with. You don't want to find out at the kickoff that instead of laying seven points, you're now giving nine. Uh, that's the the perception of, of what we're dealing with here. When you hit a bet on what you think is a four-to-one shot and you get paid $7, the, the guys who are trying to learn the sport of horse racing and play it, they're going to say, well, what the heck is going on here? So this is something that we have to address. We've got to get this right, especially as the competition for the wagering dollars come in. And you see Los Alamitos, as they opened up yesterday, they're at least recognizing the problem and trying to do something about it. Right. So Mark Ratsky from Losal came up with this concept of an in-play odds graphic, uh, which shows, based on uh, pick three, pick four will pays, what the expected win price will be. And full credit to Los Alamitos for implementing this. Uh, I watched quite a bit yesterday. Uh, they do a really nice graphic. Michael Rona comes on and announces the first time the graphic goes up, which is about generally 15 or 20 minutes uh, before post, and then it goes up again later. Uh, it is not the official morning line, John. It's projected odds based on an algorithm of, of what pick three, pick four payoffs, something that sophisticated players have had to do over the last couple years John, we're always checking will pays to try to find out what a win price is going to be. But what an embarrassment to the industry that something like this is even necessary, John. I mean, think about this. We need to show projected odds because we don't know a couple minutes before post time if, if what we're seeing up there on the tote board is going to be anywhere close to the actual closing odds. So, uh, you know, to me, I, I like what Losal did. I think it's pointing it out. It's it's helping the fans maybe uh, lower lower their expectations on, on what they think a price may be on a horse. But I still think it's a complete embarrassment to the industry that this is even something that's necessary. And, you know, for me, John, I'm just going to stay out of the wind pools until Southern California tracks do something to fix this. I, I'm tired of it. Um, there's other plays to make, there's other tracks to bet, there's other circuits to play. So I'm just going to stay out of the wind pools until uh, this situation is fixed one way or the other. You know, and that's a problem. Guys like you and me, we've been doing this for a while. And uh, it's, it's hard to talk you out of not making a win bet, but we're betting based on value. And if you don't know if the value is there or not, it's hard to play. So we'll see as, what happens as this move, moves forward. One thing I did notice, uh, Bob, about those projected odds, they weren't 100% accurate, which you're not expecting. But what you did see, there, we didn't see a lot of late odds fluctuations at Los Alamitos yesterday. What you did see, some of the horses that were overlaid on the tote going to post, 
tended to move toward what we saw as a projected odds. They were moving toward those numbers as you got to the gate. So I think it gave an accurate read. Well, I expect this horse to be bet down a little bit. I expect this horse to go up a little bit. And that's kind of what happened. It didn't happen on a big scale, but at least it gives the players an informed idea of where the odds are going to move as we get to post time. So we'll follow this along and see how it goes throughout the meet. Uh, Bob, one of the other things that was covered at the Arizona Symposium, Haiza talked about their growing pains, which you know we've covered on the show many, many times. And uh, a couple of things came up with Lisa Lazarus in that they're going to start looking into ways to fund some of these programs. You know, the, the funding initiatives, it's expensive to put this regulation all into play. Right now, the racetracks get a huge bill that they have to cover. And so they're talking about ways to fund this to help pay for that and talking about putting together a pro bono attorney program for the, the horsemen who can't afford to have legal representation when a test comes back and, and they're subject to all the, uh, the, you know, the being put on the sidelines, temporarily suspended and all that stuff, and they need somebody to represent themselves. So there are a couple of things in line, but, Bob, my question to you is, Shouldn't these things have been addressed before we got started with the rollout of the regulations? Well, Lisa Lazarus has been the speaker, the keynote speaker, two years in a row now at the symposium. So that tells you what a big role HISA is playing in our industry now. It's really probably the most talked about thing. Um, the you know Growing pains, yes. Uh, it seems like the goalposts have moved a number of times on which drugs and testing protocols and so forth. As far as the funding of it, their budget for 2024, HISA that is, is seven, I think $77 million, which uh, the tracks ante up. Um, so there was talk about kind of spreading this burden or this financial burden around, whether that becomes a government thing or private funding. I, I didn't see a lot of specifics on it. And then also, John, you talked about this pro bono attorney program. We've seen a lot of horsemen have to defend themselves against HISA. Uh, it's been very expensive. It's probably been career-ruining for some of these guys and women out there. Uh, so the pro, boni, pro bono attorney program will probably help some of the, uh, you know, the lower-level trainers who, who, who aren't uh, the guys running in million-dollar races. So I think that's a good thing. But, yeah, John, we're a year and a half in with HISA, uh, growing pains, yeah, that could be expected, but uh, some of these things maybe didn't have a lot of foresight and could have been addressed earlier on. So, uh, And we'll see where that money is going to come from to, to fund this $77 million uh, behemoth. Well, one final thing on, on the uh, discussion with Lisa Lazarus. Her final quote at, at the uh, Arizona Symposium, she said, He's a should never be the story. He's his job is to get rid of the bad stories so that all the good stories can rise to the top. Well, obviously, uh, we haven't gotten to that point yet. So hopefully that is the goal and it gets there sooner than later and it doesn't cost some innocent hor uh, horsemen you know, their livelihood. We'll, we'll see how that plays out as well. Bob, let's talk a little bit of horses now. Finally, uh, we're going to look at uh, one racer that you'd like that, that kicked off at, uh, we saw Keeneland was the all-turf pick three. Santa Anita did their version of an all-turf pick three. And on weekends, Gulfstream Park has a $3 tropical turf pick three. And you want to look at one of the races there. The tropical turf pick three today at Gulfstream Park is races 6, 8, and 11. So what race did you want to look at as far as that pick three? 
Yeah, I'm going to look at the first leg, race six, John, and it's a $3 bet, and, and I like the takeout being at 15%. That's player-friendly. Uh, sixth race, which is the wait-a-while $100,000 stakes for two-year-old fillies going seven-and-a-half furlongs on the turf. And I'm going to try number nine, Beach Cruiser, in here for trainer Christophe Clement. Like the way that she broke her maiden last time. By the way, she ran against New York Reds, but she did beat the boys last time. She's got turf in her pedigree through and through. Uh, Edgar Zayas takes over. Uh, half to stakes winner. Uh, the, the dam was a, a turf route winner. I love the way she did it. She's a beautiful-looking filly. Uh, my one concern, John, is short run into this first turn here at Gulfstream going seven and a half on the turf. So I'm hoping she'll use some of that tactical speed to be able to overcome the post, not get hung out too wide in here, but I think there's good value. Sixth race at Gulfstream, it's number nine, Beach Cruiser, eight to one on the morning line. And, John, I know uh, you you did double duty today on your Lindo report. You covered Los Alamitos. You also covered the late pick five at Gulfstream Park, and it's brought to us by the South Point. So where are you going to go for your Lindo report radio play today? I'm going to go to Los Alamitos. I like the Los Alamitos card today. I'm going to go to race number eight. I thought number one, Top Gun Tommy, was very good winning his last start at Santa Anita. That was back on October the 15th. Run twice in Southern California, been claimed both times. Mark Glatt raises uh, Top Gun Tommy off the win. He went. Uh, he was on the lead all the way last time, but he doesn't need the lead, and that's a good thing because their speed drawn is outside. He's on the rail where he can sit right behind the speed, and I think the race sets up well for his style going the five-and-a-half furlongs today. Five to two on the program, number one, Top Gun Tommy, race number eight at Los Alamitos. That's for our friends at the South Point Hotel. Uh, with the, the rodeo's out there right now, the National Finals Rodeo. If you want to get out there, you can contact Steve Johnson at area code 866-780-7223. Ask for the Thoroughbred LA horse players rate. And, Bob, let's go ahead and take our first time out. When we come back, we'll talk Los Alamitos and the Starlet today with Bob Mazursky. We'll also touch base with Bruce Finkelstein, who's been red hot on the radio. You're listening to Thoroughbred L.A. right here on AMA 30 KLAA and on the Angels Radio app. Angels Radio, AMA 30. Horse racing fans, Los Alamitos Racecourse continues its celebration of 10 years of daytime thoroughbred racing with an action-packed two-week winter meet in beautiful Orange County. Racing will be held Fridays, Saturdays, and Sundays through December 17th. First post will be 12.30 p.m. Pacific. And on Saturdays during our winter meet, we'll add $10,000 to the Pick 6 pool if there's not a carryover. That's more money for our Pick 6 players to win on Saturday afternoons. Our Saturday card will also feature the running of the Grade 2 Starlet, featuring an outstanding field of juvenile fillies with points on the line for next year's Kentucky Oaks. Other top stakes events this season include the Bayacoa, the Los Alamitos Futurity, the Soviet Problem, and the King Glorious. Daytime racing is back at Los Alamitos. And remember, we'll add $10,000 to the Pick 6 pool on Saturdays if there's not a carryover. Don't miss the Los Alamitos Winter Thoroughbred Meet. For reservations, call 714-820-2681. Developed by Horsemen, Horsebills.com is a cost-effective, time-saving, environment-friendly, paperless revolution of how equine industries bill and receive payments. 
Vendors are able to generate electronic invoices for each horse, whose owners can pay through the same website with just one click. Say goodbye to stacks of invoices, handwritten checks, and postage costs. Easy accounting for all parties with the highest online security measures. Get started free at horsebills.com. Simply register with your name and email address. Free to sign up. No subscription fees to vendors until the first invoice is sent. For owners, you get a free account, comprehensive dashboard with information on all horses owned and billing records, ACH and credit card payment options. For vendors, generate invoices efficiently and receive payments quickly from both owners and other vendors. Syndicate and partnership managers get flexible billing and payment options to both vendors and syndicate members. For more info, call 888-938-4643, 888-938-4643, or log on to horsebills.com. That's horsebills.com. Attention Inland Empire racing fans. Watching and wagering on the races just got easier. The Derby Room located at Fairplex Park is open and ready to serve you. Watch and wager in the newly renovated Derby Room on races across the country starting at 9 a.m. each Wednesday through Sunday. Televisions throughout the Derby Room will keep you up to date on all sporting events. Add in great food and a great atmosphere and you'll have the ultimate horse player experience. For upcoming promotions, go to thederbyroom.com, thederbyroom.com. See you at the Derby Room, 2201 North White Avenue in Pomona. Let Legacy Ranch prepare your horses the right way before heading to the racetrack. Farm trainer Terry Knight oversees the five furlong training track meticulously maintained by well-known track supervisor Richard Tedesco. Your horses will get the time, experience, and individual attention they need to be fully prepped and give them their best chance for success at the races. Located in Clements, California, the 145 acres of Legacy Ranch provides large pastures and grass paddocks, too. For more information or to schedule a visit to Legacy Ranch, call Farm Manager Terry Knight at 510-928-4980 or log on to LegacyRanchInc.com. Don't forget to check out the Red Hot Legacy Ranch Stallion Straight Fire, Clubhouse Ride, and Mr. Big on your visit. Don't get left at the gate. Be part of the winning team at Legacy Ranch. Online at LegacyRanchInc.com. G'day, this is Michael Rona, and you're listening to Thoroughbred Los Angeles on AM 830 KLAA. Songs that name a hit parade. Guys like us, we had it made. And welcome back to Thoroughbred Los Angeles. I'm John Lindo with Bob Ike. And you listen to the music, some, some of the shows, Bob, that we grew up with. Uh, Norman Lear, who passed away this week at the age of 101. I tell you what, All in the Family, Good Times, a, a lot of great shows of our childhood. No, no kidding, John. Uh, some of the greatest shows had watching those as a kid. Uh, all in family. Sanford and Son was another one. Uh, you mentioned good times, and I got to meet Jimmy Walker when I was uh, over in Vegas at the Rampart. He was sitting right behind me for Breeders' Cup weekend, so uh, <laughs> it was dynamite, John. It was really dynamite. <laughs> Absolutely. We're talking about dynamite. How about a dynamite cowbread of the week? Yeah, the cowbread of the week is Wild Jewels, who beat Open Company in the $75,000 Gold Rush Stakes at Golden Gate last Saturday. Wild Jewels is by the Tamarando, is by Tamarando out of dispirited humor mare Ribbon of Jewels, owned and bred by Mr. and Mrs. Larry D. Williams and trained by Steve Specht. Wild Jewels now has four wins from six lifetime starts, and 
The winner's share of 45000 brings his career earnings to nearly 150000 John, as we always say, it pays to own a cowbred. And I think, John, you want to mention also the uh, 2023 Stallion Season Auction and also uh, uh, maybe a word about getting your cowbred registered. Yeah, a couple of deadlines. If you're interested in buying a season to a California stallion, one way to do it is this week. Uh, open starting today is the 2023 stallion season auction, the list of stallions for viewing. Uh, the live the auction goes live on Monday, 8 a.m. It'll go through Tuesday at 8 p.m. You can buy a season to a stallion in California. It's a no-guaranteed stallion, and the proceeds benefit the CTBA Political Action Committee. The other date to remember, December 31, end of the year, is your deadline to register your foals of 2022 as a cowbred. Get them eligible to all these big bonuses offered by the Cowbred Breeding Program. Bob, let's go ahead and bring in our next guest, and that's uh, Bob Mazursky, who wears the publicity hat at Los Alamitos. And uh, Bob Mazursky, uh, you guys hit the ground running a, a terrific race today, and as usual in the starlet, uh, the one to beat is usually trained by a guy named Bob Baffert. Yeah, John, and good morning, guys. Uh, yeah, that's been the case. He's won this race six years in a row, and he's loaded again today. He's got two of the six in here, nothing like you, the 9-to-5 favorite on Ed Burdart's morning line. She comes off back-to-back wins. She stretched out and won nicely at Santa Anita and then came back and edged out uh, Tambo to win the Desi Arnaz last month at Del Mar, so now she's back to two turns. And then Grazi is the other horse for Bob. Uh, she's an Uncle Mo Philly who won first time out, I thought, impressively. Juan Hernandez rode both horses. He sticks with uh, nothing like you, so you're saddled with Flavian Pratt. I like the other one, so not a bad uh, combo there for him. And then Chattelus, you know, had a rough trip in the Breeders' Cup Juvenile Phillies, but, you know, she won the Chandelier, so she's already a great two, one winner, two starts back. So I think one of those three probably will get the job done, although grade 48 does seem to be improving for Tim Yakin. She was got beat by nothing like you and then came back out of that race and won at 9-1 to one next time. So, you know, at least she's proven around two turns as well. Well, the Starlet goes as the ninth race on the card. And, uh, Bob, uh, Ike, you had a question for Bob Mazursky before we get a play from him. Yeah, Bob, actually, a couple things. You guys won't need to seed that pick six today, which you're going to do on Saturdays, because you've got a pick six carryover. Yeah, it's a, a nice carryover going into today. We had a lot of upsets yesterday, especially late in the day. Salvador and Murano had a nice late double there. He had an 11-to-1 shot with Tangled Up and Gray. And then won the finale with another nighttime horse, Woe Buddy, who came from off the pace to win in the final jumps at 23 to 1. We had a $60 horse the first race of the meet, and we had another uh, 13 to 1 shot, one race of five yesterday. So, yeah, we had our share of upsets, and that led to the carryover today. And, Bob, we had talked uh, in the first segment about that graphic, the in play graphic. Just want to get your thoughts on that. I thought it looked really good. I thought it looked well, too, and, you know, like I said, it can't hurt anything. It's just information out there. People can do with it what they may, And uh, but it is good information, and I think it was fairly accurate. You know, of course, it's not going to be exactly accurate. It's just an estimation, and we made that clear on the graphic that it's just possible odds, probable odds, you know, based on the will pays, and, you know, you just to give people a gauge, and I think it was well-received from what we the feedback we did get, so uh, hopefully uh, people like it. Well, Bob, it's uh, time to get a race selection from you at Los Alamitos today. Where do you want to go for radio play? I'm going to go to the fifth race today. I like the outside horse, Sign of the Cross. I, there's three horses in the six-horse field that I think do their best running on the lead, so I think he might get the right trip like he did last time when he won at Delmar. He's a two-time winner over this track, so I like number six in race five, Sign of the Cross, four to one on the program. 
That's number six, Sign at the Cross. Four to one on the program. Race five today at Los Alamitos for Bob Mazursky. All of Bob's picks can be got uh, picked up at uh, todaysracingdigest.com. Bob, go ahead and enjoy the day. Have fun uh, watching the races today, and stick around tonight and watch the Champion of Champions. Yeah, it should be a good one tonight. Impress them in a political pen to get together again. They've split the last four times they run, so it should be a good race. Thanks, guys. All right, that was Bob Mazursky from todaysracingdigest.com. Let's go out to Las Vegas and, and hook up with uh, Bruce Finkelstein from betonbruce.com. Bruce covers a lot of tracks, and he's been rolling for us. He gave out Unconquerable Keen in the Stormy Liberal Stakes last Saturday off a couple of winners the week before. Bruce, you're seeing the ball well. You're not only just doing Southern California, but you're picking track to track. But before we uh, check in and, and try and get something maybe across the country from you, uh, there's a nice stakes and a big field sizes today at Golden Gate. I wanted you to take a look at the Bear Fan Stakes for us today. Good morning. Oh, uh, you know what? I wasn't actually prepared for that, but I could. I know Chancery Way is definitely the horse to beat, who came off a win at uh, Del Mar. So, I mean, I'll be brief on that. I think if you know she's anywhere near the way she ran at Del Mar, she looks like a prohibitive uh, favorite in that race. Oh, I, I apologize if I threw you a curveball there, but, yeah, no, she looks okay. like the one to beat another, in there. I another race. What I did check with you want. yesterday, uh, you know, I know you've been looking around the country, and what we saw with opening day yesterday at Oakland Park, obviously the field sizes were big to begin with. We knew that was going to happen. When you get allowance races with a purse of $140,000, you're going to get horses coming in. We had a little rain there yet, uh, yesterday. The, the track is muddy today. And uh, I wanted to see, first of all, uh, who do you like today at Oakland Park for radio play. Yeah, and I do have a race at Golden Gate if you're interested, if you, if you want to go there. But, uh, yeah, let's go to Oakland Park for the six race. It's funny. It's a $150,000 stakes race, the ring, the bell. If you take a look, the next race is an allowance race for 140000 So not that much more than the allowance race, uh, the stakes race. That's actually one of their lower purses uh, in this, at this level. But let's go to the sixth race. I'll tell you a horse that really impressed me with an equipment change, guys, is Osborne, the one. Uh, this horse last raced at Churchill Downs, put the blinkers on for the first time. She, he wasn't super sharp out of the gate. He was slightly awkward, but he had to take on the front speed, a horse by the name of Sky and Sand, who pretty much was on the lead and on the loose. And he caught him, and I thought he was super professional in getting the win. Uh, here's the good news. He likes Oakland. He had a huge win here last uh, January can handle a wet track and with the blinkers it looked like maybe you put a little speed into him which is good here because I don't think there's a tremendous amount of speed not that he's going to necessarily be on the lead but I think he could be in the hunt early and this race could uh, play itself well for horses up close so in the sixth I like the horse with the blinkers on last out the one Osborne at five to one on the morning line. That's the sixth race at Oakland Park, number one, Osborne, 5-1 to one on the program for Bruce Finkelstein. Bob Ike, what do you have for Bruce? Yeah, Bruce, you mentioned another race uh, that you may like at Golden Gate, so why don't we hear about that one? Yeah, let's go to the, let's do the old-fashioned bankroll builder early in the card. Uh, the second race is a 12-5, now winners, two-lifetime claimer, uh, going five-and-a-half, and I read the conditions because I think it fits a horse very well here, and that's the rail horse, going to get you good. Uh, he's second race off a nine-month layoff. First of all, he came off a layoff, ran on the grass, no running whatsoever. So my feeling is he probably didn't get a whole lot out of that race. They put him back on synthetic, and he was a total pro. 
in this race. He sat on the rail, went around the front runner, won convincingly in a good-looking effort. Off of that race, uh, they got a little ambitious with him. They tried a starter allowance race, much tougher horses going a mile. He ran okay for six furlongs and then dropped anchor. He was no good late. I'm going to draw a line through that race, the drop in class, but most importantly, the cutback in distance. He should be super fit now. I think his maiden win puts him right there. We like the one that's going to get you good. The horse that I would use with it would be the nine almost snow on the class drop. She's, he's definitely the horse to catch. Let's go with the one going to get you good. I would box it with the nine almost snow. So that's race two at Golden Gate. Number one, going to get you good for Bruce Finkelstein. Five to one on the program at Golden Gate. Bruce, do we get uh, greedy and ask you for something at low sell, or is that enough sure, for you for not? today? I hate, I hate to go up against Bob Mazursky because every time I go up against him, he gets the better of me. But maybe I'll get lucky uh, today. Um, his horse certainly the horse to beat, sign of the cross in the fifth race. But I thought there might be a little bit of value. Even though the one, Egomania, is two to one on the morning line, I get the feeling this is a horse that could drift up a little bit. And I think this is a runner that's on the upswing. He, another one that came off a nine-month layoff at Del Mar, uh, didn't do any running, but then ran at Los Al, and it was a short field of four, but I like the way he won that day, guys. He was uh, forced to move three wide was the rider because of the short field, and it was a match race with a horse by the name of TikTok, and they separated from the field. Twelve lengths clear at the wire. This guy dug in the entire stretch. He never gave in, got the win. He actually held his own in a couple of tough spots after that. He was second in a sprint race at Santa Anita and also came back on the grass, which I don't think is a surface he historically likes much. He even ran okay on the grass. He gets the apprentice today. He's back at Los where He's run probably one of his best races. Gets a weight break with the apprentice. I think he's got the right running style. There appears to be some speed in here. As Bob mentioned, uh, to set it up, I think he can get the right trip. And he's, Again, he's 2-1 to one on the line. I think he could drift up a point or two. So race five, let's go with the one. Ego, mania, horse to beat for sure is uh, Bob's pick, the sixth sign of the cross. Okay, that's the fifth race at Los Alamitos for Bruce Finkelstein. He likes number one, Ego Mania, 2-1 to one on the program. All of uh, Bruce's selections can be found at betonbruce.com. And, Bruce, what do you have on the menu today? So we have a full card at Los Al, late races from Gulfstream, also best bets at um, Los Alamitos Audio on either one of those selections, and also four best plays, mostly concentrating later on on the card at Golden Gate. All right, Bruce, thanks a lot. Best of luck today, and we will talk to you next Saturday. Take care, guys. That was Bruce Finkelstein. Let's go ahead and take our next break. When we come back, we'll go back to New York, talk to John Hardoon of the Rags and Sheets, and we'll go down to Florida and check in with Toby Callett down at Gulfstream Park. You're listening to Thoroughbred L.A. right here on AMA 30 KLAA and on the Angels Radio app. AM 830. Now, more than ever, it pays to own a cowbred. 
Owners of a registered California bred maiden shall be paid $17,500 owner's bonus for winning a maiden allowance race in Southern California and a $10,000 owner's bonus for winning a maiden allowance race in Northern California. These bonus awards are in addition to all regular purse monies won and will be paid within 30 days after the win. California bred $50,000 or less maiden claiming winners will be eligible for the current $40,000 or less starter races too. Take advantage of these tremendous new incentive programs by breeding and buying cow breads. For information, call the California Thoroughbred Breeders Association at 626-445-7800. That's 626-445-7800 or log on to ctba.com. And remember, it pays to own a cow bread. Nearly 50 years ago, Len Ragazin formulated the idea of speed ratings. Today, the Ragazin Sheets are still America's premier speed rating product. Who uses Len Ragazin Speed Ratings? Trainers use the Ragazin Sheets to place their horses. Breeders check the Ragazin Sheets before making million-dollar decisions. And jockey agents consult the Ragazin Sheets when choosing which horse to ride. But most importantly, the Ragazin Sheets are used by players like you. The Rags and Sheets are available online at thesheets.com. Our website also offers free introductory material, including an online seminar. You can also receive free introductory material by calling us directly at 212-674-3123. That's the Rags and Sheets at 212-674-3123. Ragazin, the most respected name in racing. From Golden Gate to Santa Anita to Del Mar, and everywhere racing is conducted in California, Bruce Finkelstein's Bet on Bruce has you covered. Full card selections available every racing day at BetOnBruce.com. Get advice on multi-wager ticket structures and improve your return on investment with Bruce Finkelstein's BetOnBruce.com. Bet on experience. BetOnBruce.com. Saturday night at Los Alamitos, it's the biggest race of the season. The Grade 1 Champion of Champions. It's the most prestigious quarter horse race in the nation. And as always, the Champion of Champions features an all-star cast led by defending winner and reigning world champion Impressa. Plus, two-time Champion of Champions winner, Apolitical Pence. The field will also feature Los Alamitos Super Derby winner, Jericho. Multiple Grade 1 winners, Scoops Dynasty, and six other stars. Our first post on Saturday night follows the final race of our daytime racing program. And as always, every Saturday and Sunday night features two of night racing's best bets, the early and late pick fours. Looking for a great spot to enjoy the Champion of Champions? The Vessels Club is a great table just for you. Inside seating and patio tables are available. For reservations, call 714-820-2681. And of course, Burgard Sports Bar is open for every live racing program. It's the Grade 1 Champion of Champions, Impressum versus Eight Political Pence. It's the race of the year at Los Alamitos. Your silver and black play here on AMA 30 KLAA. Lady Godiva was a freedom rider. She didn't care if the whole world Jonah Bark with the Lord to guide her. She was a sister who really could. Bob Ike, I forgot to mention some highlights. The the guys have been doing some pretty good handicapping on the show. Yeah, Bob Mazursky yesterday opening day at Low Sal had three top choice winners and hit the early pick five. That paid eight hundred and fifty nine dollars. So a good way to start the meet for Bob and 
we should have mentioned Bruce when we had him on. He gave us unconquerable keen last week to win the Stormy Liberal uh, at Del Mar. That stakes on Saturday, paid 540 there. So, uh, yeah, that's uh, some guys on fire, John. I hope to catch up with them someday. Well, your wife and my wife are out doing holiday shopping. We need all the help we can get, so let's hope the guys stay hot that way. Uh, let's uh, mention uh, one of our sponsors, too, Legacy Ranch in action tomorrow in the uh, stakes race, the Soviet Problem at Los Alamitos. Yeah, Legacy Ranch has Asada Fries running in the uh, Sunday stakes, tomorrow's stake at Los Al by Clubhouse Ride, who stands up at Legacy Ranch. You can contact Terry Knight there directly at 510-928-4980. And, uh, John, I'm going to be heading out to the lumber yard. Uh, Monday to pick up some wine from Pete. So uh, that wine comes right down from Legacy Ranch, too. So I'll grab a couple bottles for you, John. <laughs> I love it. We're, we're covered to start the holiday season. That's perfect. <laughs> Let's go ahead and bring in our next guest when checking from New York, and uh, that is John Harduna from the Rags and Sheets. And, John, uh, you switched, obviously, the menu around. I, I know you're covering not only Aqueduct, but Oaklawn Park, Los Alamitos, and Gulfstream Park. So you're a busy guy, and First thing I want to check in with you, how are the conditions today at Aqueduct, which is already underway? Well, today is, first of all, good morning, guys. And uh, today is a beautiful day here. Tomorrow, not going to be so nice, but today it's actually in the 50s. The sun is shining. So um, today will be good, but they're expecting weather issues uh, overnight into tomorrow. And then they made the announcement this week, uh, we knew that was coming, that the Belmont Stakes, it's actually going to be a home game for you because in next year it'll be at Saratoga. Yeah, right down the block. Uh, they're going to have a racing festival. Festival. It's going to be from uh, June 6th through June 9th, I believe, and the Belmont Stakes will be run at Saratoga at a mile and a quarter this year. Usually it's a mile and a half, but uh, they can't do that, but not with the layout of the track there. So they're going to run it out a mile and a quarter. They're going to have four days of racing. They're going to give out $23 million in purses. So uh, it's going to be a, uh, a real hoopla for at least four days uh, of Saratoga before the real Saratoga Beach starts. Well, that's one way to lead into a summer meet, $23 million in purses. Bob <laughs> Ike, what do you have for uh, John Hardoon? Hey, John, good morning, uh, courtesy of the Rags and Sheets. Uh, I know you're handicapping all over the country now. Gulfstream, the championship meets open, Oakland Park, uh, down in Louisiana. Where do you want to go for your first radio pick today? Well, we can go to Aqueduct and look at the seventh race today. It's seven furlongs on the main track, and I like the number eight horse in here, Trafalgar. This is the four-year-old gelding from the Linda Rice Farm. This horse ran one week ago last Saturday when it was basically impossible to pass a horse. It was a total conveyor belt. Whoever made the lead won that day. This horse ran well against the track. The fact that she brings this horse back on just a week's so notice is certainly a positive sign. And all her horses are running. She's within, I believe, five or six wins and setting the record for the all-time wins in one year at, at Naira. So she's going for it. You know, she puts horses in the right spot, and she's going to break the record. It's only a matter of when she does it, not if she does it. And uh, this will get her one step closer. I like number eight, Trafalgar. Jose Lascano for Linda Rice in today's seventh race at Aqueduct. So that's number eight, Trafalgar, seven to two on the morning line, race number seven at Aqueduct. That's the first play for John Hardoon. And, John, did you want to come west? Did you want to go down to the Midwest at Oakland, or you want to go down to South Florida at uh, Gulfstream Park for your other play? 
Well, let's go to Gulfstream and look at the 10th race today. Six and a half furlongs on the main track. It's an optional claiming event. And the number three horse in here, Nick Style. This is a three-year-old filly who had one race as a two-year-old back in May, and she ran very, very well. She's protected in her race, in her return race. She gets races today for the first time. Ralph Nix does a terrific job with these kind of horses. Full field of 10. Number three, Nick Style, 9-2 to two on the morning line, wins today's 10th race at his Gulfstream Park. And, John, give us your website and what you have available today for the listeners. J-O-N-H-A-R-D-O-O-N.com. Today we have Aqueduct, Gulfstream, Oakland, and Los Alamitos. Well, thanks a lot, John. We'll let you get going, and we will talk to you next Saturday. Okay, guys. Stay safe and be well. Thank you. That was John Hardoon from the Rags and Sheets. Now we're going to head down to South Florida and get connection uh, connected here to Toby Callett. And Toby also underway is Gulfstream Park. And they kind of mixed up the card today. I think they have, what, three synthetic, three dirt, and four turf. So a little bit of everything for the guys down in Florida. Yeah, now this, uh, in, in truth, this, this is an excellent card uh, today. Yeah, they're, they're improving. You know, the, uh, the more we get some turf and uh, some dirt races and, get a chance to uh, to actually make some real wagers. As you know, last week uh, we had some contact after the show. Uh, there was a good good play uh, on the radio. There was a good play on the sheet. It made for a wonderful late double for those that had the sheet. Um, I have no complaints so far. As I said before, they'll still yield fruit. It most likely won't be as much as it used to be at Gulfstream, but uh, uh, we'll still, like today's card, I think we can punish this card today. So I had the you know, we've got to pick and choose. There's days that uh, there isn't much, and day like this, I think uh, I think you shake the tree, we might uh, might get a bunch of uh, bunch of oranges off of this one. Well, I know they're running the second right now, and the conditions are pretty mild down there, pretty comfortable at Gulfstream. Yes, it's 80 degrees. It's uh, mostly cloudy uh, off and on, but uh, there doesn't seem to be anything bad in the forecast the next couple of days. You always hold your breath uh, when the winds are blowing. Uh, from the east or the, the southeast. Uh, in the wintertime, they usually blow from the north and the northwest, and that doesn't usually bring rain. So watch your weather forecasts. Uh, you can see that from anywhere. And uh, certainly today with a couple of the stakes, $100,000 stakes, the two-year-olds on grass, uh, we know none of the locals have been on grass, so we had to get in, dig into the pedigrees. We had a lot of strangers had to dig into the pedigrees. This reminds me of the old days. Uh, this is a... Uh, as I said, this is something worthwhile getting excited for. Well, you gave us a winner last week in Honey Dijon at $8 on, on the radio, and uh, I know you followed up with, you told me, make sure you check out the last race, and I found a $16 winner, Kara Toby Callett, last week in the final race at, at Gulfstream. So, Bob Ike, uh, I don't know, I, I think I forgot to forward that text to you, so I think Bob Ike wants to ask you who you like today, Bob. Yeah, I didn't get that message, John, but uh, <laughs> Sorry. we did get Honey, we did get honey Dijon. At eight dollars, so that was a great pick. It was, it was it was on the key play sheet. It was uh, it, it was there for all to see. It wasn't uh, it wasn't a secret. Those that had the sheet know that uh, I wasn't kidding about it. The radio play, we knocked off a, a four to five shot. We went right by that one, like she was tied to the fence. So uh, uh, so far so good. Uh, I'll uh, I'll give you these two turf races today to examine, and uh, this way you won't feel like uh, I, I've uh, I've dodged the ball. No, I think Lindo botched it, Toby. The, 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 I'm going to blame it on him. But, that was, that was uh, my, love, my bad. I love the fact that you said you're going to punish this card. So let's do it. You're going to punish it. Yeah, this is, 
this is the punishment coming because the late the late pick five today only includes one crapetta. Uh, the, the rest is uh, real surfaces, and uh, I think uh, I think we can do some damage. I'll take you to the sixth race, which is the first of the uh, of the uh, stakes, the two year old stakes. And in here, I have a firm opinion. I really, really, really like the six, and her name is Amelia. Uh She comes from Ireland. Uh, Jack Sisterson has her now. Those of you that are European uh, pedigree aficionados, go ahead and dig into the to the maternal line on, on this filly. I mean, you've got some good, good stuff. The obvious danger in the race is the favorite, the Christoph Clementrini Ozara, uh, who also comes from Ireland. Irad Ortiz takes the call. Big rider plus in that spot. The other horses to consider would be the five great Venezuela. Yes, she's coming off of three Crapetta races. Her mother was a local turf runner who really, really liked this course. There's plenty of the uh, turf in the uh, maternal line here on great Venezuela. Don't overlook her. And the one Cairo Street, draws the rail, Johnny Velasquez, big, big rider up there. Should get a good trip. It's six, seven, five, one. You have a whole lot of fun playing the sixth race today. So that's at six race today at Gulfstream Park for Toby Callett, number six. Um, Milliot, I think it is, eight to one on the program, over the seven, five, one. Get us all the candy there in the sixth race at Gulfstream Park. Toby, all your picks can be found at tobycallett.com. We'll let you get going and enjoy the rest of the cards since they're already underway. And uh, we'll, I will let Bob know if you let me know anything else I have to know. Okay, well, like I say, uh, download the sheet uh, or uh, forward the sheet to him. And, uh, you know, there, there's no secret here. No <laughs> you got it. All right, that was Toby Callett. Let's go ahead and take our next break and final break. When we come back, we're going to talk about the champion of champions tonight with Michael Rona, who's doing double duty day and night, calling the races. He's going to be a, the busiest guy at the racetrack in any part of the country. You're listening to Thoroughbred L.A. right here on AMA 30 KLAA and on the Angels Radio app. Your silver and black play here on AMA 30 KLAA. Horse racing fans, Los Alamitos Racecourse continues its celebration of 10 years of daytime thoroughbred racing with an action-packed two-week winter meet in beautiful Orange County. Racing will be held Fridays, Saturdays, and Sundays through December 17th. First post will be 12.30 p.m. Pacific. And on Saturdays during our winter meet, we'll add $10,000 to the Pick 6 pool if there's not a carryover. That's more money for our Pick 6 players to win on Saturday afternoons. Our Saturday card will also feature the running of the Grade 2 Starlet, featuring an outstanding field of juvenile fillies with points on the line for next year's Kentucky Oaks. Other top stakes events this season include the Bayacoa, the Los Alamitos Futurity, the Soviet Problem, and the King Glorious. Daytime racing is back at Los Alamitos. And remember, we'll add $10,000 to the Pick 6 pool on Saturdays if there's not a carryover. Don't miss the Los Alamitos Winter Thoroughbred Meet. For reservations, call 714-820-2681. Make the Lay Meridian Hotel in Arcadia your place to stay and play on your next visit to Santa Anita. Located just a furlong east of iconic Santa Anita Racetrack on Huntington Drive, the Lay Meridian Hotel offers uncomplicated, luxurious guest rooms and suites, a fitness center, meeting rooms for your group, and a newly refurbished dining room. A wide-open bar and lounge makes the perfect gathering spot after a great day at the track. For reservations, call 626-777-6699 and use your Marriott Rewards points for even more savings. 
from the early morning workouts until after the last race is official, the Lay Meridian Hotel is a convenient and enjoyable way to maximize your next visit to Santa Anita. General Manager Katie Green welcomes you to a winning experience. The Lay Meridian Hotel, 130 Huntington Drive in Arcadia. The number for reservations once again, 626-777-6699. Now, more than ever, it pays to own a cow bred. Owners of a registered California bred maiden shall be paid $17,500 owner's bonus for winning a maiden allowance race in Southern California and a $10,000 owner's bonus for winning a maiden allowance race in Northern California. These bonus awards are in addition to all regular purse monies won and will be paid within 30 days after the win. California-bred $50,000 or less maiden claiming winners will be eligible for the current $40,000 or less starter races, too. Take advantage of these tremendous new incentive programs by breeding and buying cowbreds. For information, call the California Thoroughbred Breeders Association at 626-445-7800. That's 626-445-7800. Or log on to ctba.com. And remember, it pays to own a cowbred. Want to bet your favorite horse but can't make it to the race book? South Point Casino's race book has the answer. Come in and sign up for the Nevada Racebook mobile app. For just a $50 minimum deposit, you'll have the Racebook right at your fingertips, no matter where you are in Nevada. It's convenient, fun, and easy to use. When you do have time to visit, South Point Casino is the perfect place to be. Our Racebook is completely separate from the sportsbook and totally dedicated to the horse player. With 52 overhead TVs, free Wi-Fi, and cocktail service, bring your tablet or smartphone and plug into the USB ports to look up your favorite handicapping website without draining your battery. Want to wager from your seat? No problem with our IPTs. Just sign up, make a deposit, and you're off to the races. Plus, you'll earn points for dining, hotel, movies, entertainment, and the spa just by using the club card when wagering. Whether you want to come in or play from the comfort of your home, South Point Casino's Racebook has you covered. Raiders football lives here on AMA 30 KLAA. This is it, this is it, this is life, the one you get, it's a and have a ball. This is it. And welcome back to the final segment of Thoroughbred Los Angeles. This is John Linda with Bob Ike. And Bob, uh, an option for players, if you can't get out to Los Alamitos in person today, your favorite spot over there in the Inland Empire. Yeah, get out to the Derby Room at Fairplex. Excellent food and beverage, as I say every week, audio-visual presentation, second to none. Say hi to Brandon and Monica. Tell them you heard about it right here on Thoroughbred Los Angeles. And with the, the beginning of Santa Anita coming up the day after Christmas, you're going to have a lot of people in town for the Rose Parade and everything else. If you want to get up to Santa Anita, now's the time to make your reservation at the Lay Meridian Hotel, area code 626-777-6699. Ask for the Thoroughbred LA rate, or if you're booking through Marriott.com, use the code S9498. Get your reservations locked in. Terrific racing the very first week at Santa Anita. Let's go ahead and bring our next guest, the guy that's working day and night. And uh, when he's not calling races at Los Alamitos, he's given out winners on the show here like Cheater last last Saturday night, Michael Rona. Michael, a pretty great day today. You've got the grade two starlet in in the afternoon and my favorite race, uh, the champion of champions, $750,000 tonight. Good morning. Good morning to you, John. 
Yes, and it's going to be worth a million next year. But this edition for three-quarters of a million of the Champion of Champions is another outstanding one. And it features the defending champion and reigning AQA, AQHA world champion, Impressum, against a political Pence, who had won the previous two editions of the race and lines up for a fourth straight year. Well, those aren't the only two uh, contenders in here. This is a real championship event. Uh, it scoops dynasties in the race and uh, Jericho. I mean, top to bottom, a field of 10, as good as the champion champion the race was last year, this race has a chance to be just as good. Yes, and the Montia Rosa pair of Scoops Dynasty and a political pinch will be neighbors in the gate. They're drawn eight and nine, and uh, theoretically will have their own little match race or their own major match race. They're both magnificent racehorses, and Armando Cervantes, the go-to jockey for Arosa and regular rider of both horses, has opted for a political pinch. Uh, it might be a sense of loyalty after all the horse delivered him back-to-back champion of champions successes. But uh, objectively, you know, a political pence is one month away from turning eight. Scoop's dynasty is a late four-year-old in the prime of his career. And uh, he's going to be ridden by James Flores, not based at Los Al, never ridden the horse before. So that, that's just an interesting dynamic, a race within a race, if you will. And Jericho is a horse I'm so high on, John. He won the Super Derby at 400 yards, just getting warmed up when the race was all over. And he'll love the five-week gap between that race and tonight and the added distance. He, he could make a big impact late. He's 8-1 to one on the morning line and absolutely a knockout chance. But there's Impression drawn toward the inside with slow beginners either side. And he should have his chance and... He probably will be too good, but it's a fantastic race. Worth coming a long way to see. Well, that race, the Champion Champions, goes about 9.15 tonight. Bob Ike, there's a big race tomorrow night, too, at Los Alamitos. Yeah, Michael, good morning. Not to get lost in this shuffle, uh, the Los Al $2 million fraturity tomorrow night, if you want to talk briefly about that. Well, it features train station V who has created an enormous impression since coming to Los Alamitos. He won the Golden State Million Futurity by a big space after being the fastest qualifier to that race. And he comes in as our red-hot favourite in the Two Million Futurity tomorrow night, again as the fastest qualifier. There have been six horses to win both races. There have been four horses who have won their trials to each race, as well as Big Dance, but no horse has actually swept both races as the fastest qualifier to each. So he's looking for his own little niche in history, and he'll be mighty tough tomorrow night in California's richest horse race. Well, Michael, we have a 6 p.m. post time tonight, and I need a radio play before we get off the air. Early tonight, race two, a 1,000-yard condition claiming event. I loved the performance of number five, Gallopin Gourmet, in his first local start. He got shut out. In the back stretch just after the start was checked back to last. He was going to be in the finish when he ran out of room halfway in the home stretch. Huge run, big gallop out, gets Edgar Pieris, and I think number five in the second race is pretty tough. Number five, Gallopin Gourmet, two to one on the program. That's from Michael Rona. Michael, get a little rest because you're going to work here in a little while. You'll be working day and night. Thanks, fellas. Hooroo. 
That was Michael Rutter. Bob, I want to thank all of our guests as usual. Thank you for co-hosting. Uh, we'll be back next week at, at 9 a.m. Tomorrow, 8 to 10 a.m., you've got Mike Wilman here. And just a reminder, on December 23rd, we will do a Los Alamitos, excuse me, Santa Anita preview show. Santa Anita kicks off on the 26th. Entries will be drawn Friday, December 22nd. So we'll talk Santa Anita racing on Saturday, December 23rd. So a lot of going on as we switch to all the racing in the wintertime. And, Bob, we're going to have a lot of fun today. Best of luck. Best of luck to all of our listeners. Thanks for listening. We'll talk to you next Saturday. Good luck today. Of course, that is, of course, unless the horse is the famous Mr. Ed. Go right to the source and ask the horse. He'll give you the answer that you endorse. He's always on a steady course. Talk to Mr. Ed. Equal yakety yak the streak and waste your time.